what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos, and I'm so excited that you're here. This podcast was designed for you if you are a woman entrepreneur who is incredibly driven and you want to be the one fully in charge of what your business looks like and therefore what your life looks like. We build businesses by design. I am so excited because today you are listening to the Great Eight series. I have dug into the archives of the Biz Women Rock podcast episodes from the past couple of years and literally handpicked, okay, well, not literally, virtually, I guess, handpicked eight of the best conversations that I've had over these past couple of years. Now, I'm bringing these specific eight to you for a couple of reasons. Number one, perhaps they got the most downloads over all of these years. And or perhaps they were just conversations that I keep finding myself referring to, whether in conversation with clients of mine, with women who are asking questions within the Biz Women Rock Facebook group, or honestly, just me remembering things as I go through along my own business journey. And I'm like, oh, I remember on the, on this episode, so-and-so said that, <laughs> which is sort of a long way of saying that there are so many amazing nuggets of wisdom within all of these episodes. And lastly, And really a big, big reason why I wanted to share the grouping of these eight episodes together is because they really embody what my true beliefs about business have become, that you are the one who gets to decide what your business looks like, and you have the freedom and the power to create what that is, and that the business that you're building is all about the inside journey. It is so much about who you are deciding to become and who you are evolving into and tapping into that at every step along the way and that it's all okay, that your journey does not have to look like anyone else's. With that, I hope you enjoy each and every single one of these eight episodes, whether you listened to them when they originally came out or this is your first time hearing them. I really encourage you to turn up the volume and listen to the wisdom within. It's going to take you all of five seconds to fall in love with Luann Nagara. She's a brilliant woman entrepreneur who's been running Window Works, a company that provides custom window and awning treatments for over 30 years. In that time, she and her two partners, her husband and her cousin, have grown to three locations in New Jersey and then retracted back into their one hub store, managed a growing team, and dealt with just about every entrepreneurial experience along the way. Back in 2015, Luann launched her podcast, A Well-Designed Business. It's a show where she marries her love of business and interior design and talks to folks in her industry. And from the podcast, an entirely new business has emerged private coaching, masterminds, and live events. And even though this type of business model is all new to Luann, her strategy behind it all is incredibly intentional. During this incredible conversation, Luann and I discuss why she started her podcast as a transitional platform and how she saw it as the building block into the new phase of their company. We talk very candidly about how she had to present the podcast business plan to her husband and cousin and start at their base level question of, what is a podcast and how is it going to help us? She shares a super awesome exercise she did before she launched her podcast that has proven to be monumental in what's happened since. 
And we finish by talking about Luann's two biggest habits that she credits to keeping her in line with her why and moving forward successfully all these years. Just as a hint, they both gave me goosebumps. This conversation is totally going to hit home for you if you find yourself in a transitional moment in your business or you know that you want to transition your business or even add on a new arm of your business and you're not quite sure how to do that. And even if you're not in a transitional phase, I promise you this conversation with Luann is incredibly insightful about what it takes to be a long-standing entrepreneur, what it means to be in this game for so long. So sit back and enjoy this amazing conversation with my good friend, Luann. Luann, what's going on? Katie, lady, let me tell you what. (laughs) I'm having fun and we haven't even started. That's all I'm going to say right now. (laughs) Oh my God, seriously? 45 minutes. That is my time code of to tell my editor, hey, we started 45 minutes into this conversation. <laughs> I this is this is like the sweet spot of why I love podcasting because I'm like I just it's like an excuse to talk to all my friends I love it <laughs> I know and then you and you, you know what happens it, you learn something while you're doing it right every I'm single time ten, I'm 100 certain that you're going to teach me something in this conversation <laughs> so I'm like yes fun and I get an aha moment I can't wait <laughs> well thank you so much for saying yes to the invitation to come on I had the privilege of being a guest on your show a well designed business. So go check out that podcast a few weeks ago. And I was blown away for two reasons. Number one is because you literally blew my mind as an interviewer. You are an incredibly intuitive conversationalist. And I have since listened to many of your shows. And I really appreciate you as an interviewer. Like you're so good about being able to weave a really good conversation. And you're welcome. And the second is, is because through that conversation, I just got a cool little poke of like, wow, she's freaking awesome. I need to, I need to show. Showcase her. Like, I need to show the world of Biz Women Rock, like, who this lady is and all this cool stuff that she's doing. So, thanks for being on. Oh, you're kidding me. I was like, I literally, when you asked me to be on, I literally, I'm not joking and I'm not exaggerating. I got goosebumps because I never expected it. I was literally shocked and I literally had goosebumps and I was just like, I've been listening to Katie for so long and now I'm going to be on her show. I'm like, yes. Oh, well, I'm so honored to have you here. I'm having you here for a couple of reasons because you are someone who's been an entrepreneur for 30 plus years now. So you, you kind of, your way around the business, the business arena. But you're also as most awesome women entrepreneurs are as most every single woman who's a part of the biz women rock community is constantly growing, constantly kind of shifting and evolving into new stuff. So let's start a little bit about what you have been doing in business for the past few decades. Talk a little bit about window works, talk a little bit about what that is and what you do there. Okay. Well, Window Works is, by definition, a custom window treatment and awning retailer. We're located in Livingston, New Jersey. It's a brick and mortar location. And going off the script from the definition of the business, it's just been the most amazing experience of my business life, being part of this with my husband and our cousin, Bill. So my husband, Vince, and our cousin, Billy. In face value, we do window treatments and awnings, but the reality is that the experience has been just the most amazing ride of ups and downs of entrepreneurism and highs and lows. And the customers, the relationships that we've built over these last 35 years in December 2017 is the anniversary. And uh, we figured it... Yeah. December 20th. That's my birthday, girl. Woohoo. And the the birthday of your business. Woo. That's it. That's it. it. And so, you know, we figured it out. We've serviced over 20 
25,000 clients so far. It's like insane. When I think about that number, what's an even bigger number is the number of those people that I could tell you that I actually have a personal relationship with. It's really, really been an amazing gift. I I just tell you one story that just happened because it ties right into this. Just this past week, one of those clients that I met when she was pregnant with her daughter and my daughter was three or four months old and my daughter now will be 29 years old and is pregnant. She She's an artist. She is the most amazing artist, Nancy B. Pantier, if anybody is interested in fine art. And she had an art opening last week in New York City. And she asked me if I would come. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm coming. You know what I mean? And what was interesting was is that I went because I love and adore Nancy Pantera. She's been an amazing client for all of these 29 years. But I also went thinking, okay, I brought my wingman, Kim, with me, the interior designer that works for me. (laughs) And I also thought, okay, Nancy's going to be busy. She's got this opening. It's a big New York City opening. We're going to possibly get five minutes to let her know we're there. But Kim and I are going to stand in the corner and drink wine together for an hour, make it look good and leave. Well, you know what, Katie? It was crazy because I didn't have five minutes that only Kim and I had to make time for, you know, you know, keep ourselves occupied because it was a who's who of Window Works clients for 30 years. It wow. was there had to be a dozen people there that we were like, oh, they're like, oh, Luann and oh, Luann and oh, Luann. And I just had the most amazing sense of gratitude for the community that we're a part of and the community that we were part of creating. And so it was just so exciting. It was really very exciting on every level. You know what? I'm so glad that you mentioned that story because something that's been on my mind for quite a while is this contradiction between, you know, so much about what I talk about on this podcast and just in general is kind of who I show up to be within my biz women or our community is somebody who wants to kind of bring the message out to the masses, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel sometimes in like online business or what you see in the online world is sort of like message to the masses. And I feel like in doing so, and it, all this talk of automation and like how many downloads and, you know, <laughs> how many people in the group and how many people on the email list, I feel like it loses the sense of the oneness, like those individual relationships and something that I have found to be so special in building up a private coaching business, a facilitator of masterminds type of a business, a live events coordinator type of a business is that there's a place that you can live where you are absolutely spreading the message to the masses, but the juice happens in those one-on-one relationships that, by the way, don't necessarily fall in line with client and business owner. It's like, we're friends. Like right. all of those dozens of people there, I could bet you, you're like, we're friends. Like those are our I know. friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was conversation after conversation. One of the clients, we were standing there chatting. I, I saw her, recognized her. I tapped her on the back. I'm like, oh my goodness. Hello. How are you? And we sat there and we discussed how we remembered that we were designing and doing the window treatments for her home in the Hamptons. And I looked at her and I I said, that was 25 years ago this summer. And she said to me, she goes, it was exactly 25 years ago this summer. How did you remember that? And I said, do you remember because my father had experienced a severe health crisis and I was going through it then. And in the two hour ride to the Hamptons, you and I talked about it and you helped me through a lot of the issues surrounding me handling that. And she just looked at me and she goes, 
I knew it was 25 because that was when I built the house. She goes, but I remember that conversation. And it just, it's just awe inspiring. And this is why, like you say, in this business that we're in now podcasting and we're private coaching and we're doing masterminds and all of that. It's why me as a podcaster, I do everything I can to still have events with my community. I go to the different markets and just have get togethers at the different showrooms for the design showrooms and stuff, because yeah, okay, I can do a podcast and talk to 3000 people, but I can go to an event and there might be 30 people there, but that connection is so real. You know what I mean? So it's so cool. So cool. So why did you start your podcast? (laughs) I like to talk, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) No, really? That's so funny. So many podcasters get that. Um, No, seriously, why did you start it? And why did you decide to do it? I mean, it makes perfect marketing sense on why you would decide to do it around design and all that sort of stuff. But like, Why did you pick this special niche of well-designed business and talking to people in your industry? The reality is, is that there's two answers to it. The first answer is I was interviewed on a podcast and I had been listening to podcasts since like 2005. And so then I was on Harrow and there was something that came out and it said, looking for somebody to interview on a podcast that's an entrepreneur, blah, 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 X amount of years, has X amount of gross revenues, if you have fit. And I literally was not looking to be on a podcast. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. It was almost like, what the heck? You know what I mean? I listened to them. How, what, you know, but when I hung up the phone, the Skype call, I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) I'm hooked. (laughs) I need to do that. And so that was the initial. Okay. But then what happened, Katie, was is that I literally ran with, oh my goodness, this could be a legitimate marketing arm for window works, like honest to gosh. And it also could be a transition platform for me. And so I'm not walking away from window works, but more importantly, I needed a transition platform for myself because I'm not planning to walk away from window works. You see, I have people behind us coming up. We have somebody behind my husband, Rich, and we have somebody behind me, Kimberly, who are extremely talented at what they do. And the only way that this business supports all of us at the lifestyle that we're accustomed to and that they aspire to is if this business, if Windowworks were to become two and three and four times larger. And the reality is, is that Windowworks used to be that. We used to have three locations. And what we learned with three locations is that there's three times the headaches. It's the (laughs) play the game, who's not at work today game. And so my thing was, is that I started to explore the idea that if I could bring more revenue to window works and create more revenue in order so that the people behind us would have the opportunity to sell more product, but I didn't have to actually grow bigger physically brick and mortar, then I can keep window works. Vin and I and Bill can keep window works because, you know, you almost reverse the roles. So right now, Vin and I are the sales force. You know, we are the ones that are bringing in the lion's share of the sales. And what happens is, is if I can reverse that, if Rich and Kim can bring in the lion's share of those sales, then their salaries, their commissions can go up. But if I can create income for Vin and Bill and myself outside of it, then we keep our lifestyle, we increase their lifestyle, and we all go sailing into the sunset together happily. Because the other option was, frankly, to just sell window works. Because, I mean, my goodness, I'm 55, my husband's 70. Like, how many times, how many days are you going to knock on a door and say, hi, I'm here to sell you blinds? It gets a little tiring. (laughs) Like, you've got to be in person to do this. But damn, your pitch must be great after all these years, right? (laughs) Oh, 
know, yeah, my- so it's very intentionally thought out from a business standpoint to support everybody at Window Works. There is the I say all the time to the people that I coach, the people on the podcast that I speak to, the designers I work with, what is your why? Why are you doing something? Oh, I really think I want to grow my Instagram to 10,000 followers. Okay, why? If you can tell me why, you and I had the conversation a few minutes ago off there. You know, you told me all about this thing and I just said to her, you know, sell me. And like, I didn't say those words, but I was like, okay, but why? I said to you, Katie, why would I do this? And bang it, if you didn't come back, I'm like, okay. I think I was jumping out of my chair. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, but I love it. I love how, you know, how practical that is, how intentional that is. I think that this moment of what you're experiencing right now is just such a powerful moment to hone in on because business moves so fast nowadays. I'm sure it always has, but maybe we just see it a lot more because we have access to seeing each other a lot more, right? But it, with technology, like everything moves so fast. So we are forced to, and I think want to evolve constantly, constantly, constantly. And I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have about what are we evolving next into? And I do believe that you need to be proactive about that. Otherwise, you're just, I call it like floating down the river of life versus being the salmon and deciding or being the, you know, the (laughs) river that cuts through the Grand Canyon and like, I'm going to decide where I want to go. Like, that's the kind of life that I lead, right? So I don't think you need to know everything, but you need to know at least your why. Why am I going to go there? What do I now need to create? What do I now need to go towards or walk towards? And and take action towards, even though I, I have no idea what the next steps are going to be, right? You just kind of figure it out. So I just love how intentional that, though, that it's was. Like you have to know your why, right? Like you said, but then once you know your why and you start to figure out the different ways you're going to do it, then you have to ask why again for each way. Yes. Why yes. would I do it that way? Like I just asked you, why would I do what you asked me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's why. Yeah. That's a good why. <laughs> well, so let's let's talk a little bit about this transition platform of the podcast. So you started it knowing I want to move into a new direction. I don't know exactly where that's going to lead, but I know that I want to create something of value outside of Window Works. Talk a little bit about what happened and like what has happened since you started the podcast. What new things were birthed? What new ideas have come to you? What new things are you seeing that you're being called towards? Well, the thing is that to take one step back from that is the reality is that as much as I had a great time on the other podcast and the reality is as much as I enjoyed podcasts, it did have to fit in with every bit of skill set. I knew that if I were going to take time out of Window Works, whether it was one day a week or two days a week, not only had to support Window Works in a big vision, it had to fit into the why of Window Works and, and be a marketing arm of Window Works. Because like I say all the time, if I was looking for a hobby, I would actually go to my yoga class. Okay. <laughs> I so, would go to the yoga class that I keep signing up for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to take time out of Window Works and it's not to go to yoga or go for a run, it better make some money somehow. Okay. And it better support that. But then beyond that, I also know how much it takes to run a successful business and how much effort and how much energy it takes. So I knew it had to it also align with something that I was passionate about, something that when it was Sunday at 1030 at night and I really was like, okay, that was a 12 hour day on Sunday. But uh, guess what? You're not done. I would be like, okay, I'm passionate about this and this is what I want to do. So the thing is the intersection of those criteria is I am passionate about helping people run their business. I am passionate about the conversation about business. I know I could talk all day long about how a business is well run. And I could talk all day long to somebody who's struggling to see the forest through the trees on why their business isn't clicking for them. And I love that moment when they're like, oh, 
That's I, it. I see That's it. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So the reality is, is that my point is that when I work with other business owners too, and I ask them, well, why would you grow your Instagram following? Well, if the answer is because I think a designer should, no, sweetie, that's not the answer. The answer is I love all day curating pictures and I love all day doing this and I love all day having conversations. You know, it has to be something that you're going to get jacked up about because you don't build an Instagram following with uh, two, three, four hundred, five hundred thousand followers if you don't do it like 20 hours out of 24. So you got to <laughs> love doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so that's what it is. So the passion is intersecting there and it is playing out. Now I am launching masterminds. I did just do this 10 week course with a co-coach, Nancy Ganskaufer, who I just admire and respect so much. She has a business called your business partner. She's a business coach and we just get along terrific. And then, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching is coming and the live events are happening. And so it is literally, I have a notebook from October of 2015, where I listed every dream and every possibility, both big and little and realistic and unrealistic that could grow from this podcast. And it's just bizarro, Bill, to look back at that notebook and be like, check, 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 Love, check. love that. I'm a big journaler and you listening, that is such a great idea. That's a practical idea for like, if you're about to go on a new venture or if you've just started something new that you're like, okay, this is going to take me in a new direction. That's such a great idea to just like brain dump on all the things that could happen because of what you're about to embark on. That is so great. And I really do believe that the process of brain dumping and getting those ideas out how, puts it in the universe. Puts it in the universe. <laughs> yeah. It things does. start lining up, right? <laughs> That's right. So That's right. So it, it's really interesting that everything that you're experiencing is in a brand new business model. Like this is this is not a brick and mortar business that you're not building. Right. So for somebody There's a lot of technology in it too. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about Luann's before we got on, we talked about Luann's disdain of what is it, base camp? Base camp. <laughs> <laughs> like the business that you're in, it's a brand new business model. And I can only imagine the level of frustration or just challenge that that might bring to someone who is very well versed in business and feels like, dude, I know how to do this. But like, <laughs> it's not even just a technology, but it's like the way of doing business in this kind of a new phase that you're in. So talk a little bit about those moments. Can you highlight maybe one or two moments that it have just been like, what am I doing? And I don't know about this. And maybe that conflicted with like, but wait a minute, I'm, I'm a knowledgeable entrepreneur. Like, how am I supposed to deal with this? Yeah. I mean, I would say that I don't know. The whole thing has been an incredible process and journey. I mean, honestly, from, you know, you know what it's like when you go to start a podcast. There's, first of all, I listened to, no joke, 500 hours of how to podcast. No joke. I mean, John Lee Dumas's course, 20 times, that, you know, 10 steps, you know, 19 times, Dave Jackson, another yep. 500 episodes. <laughs> and what's the other guy? Johnson, you know, Eric Johnson, honest to God. I mean, like over and over. And then when you finally get the mic in front of you, you're like, Come on, none of this is half as easy as they all said it was. <laughs> it's that old adage of it always takes more time. There's always a learning curve, joke. right? Yeah. <laughs> So the thing is that that was an incredible hurdle and it was, but I, I have to say it goes back for me. It always goes back to the why. In other words, if I were doing it because it would just be fun to do, or it would be interesting, or let me just do it because maybe this will work out good for window work somehow, or maybe this will work out good for you and your husband and your partner and your team somehow, but I'm not sure how yet, then it not, none of it would, I do, could not have 
gotten through that learning curve because I would have given up. It would have been like, ah, but I had it very clear and very concrete. Even in order to launch the podcast, I had to do a very specific business plan for my husband and my cousin. There's no joke about this. This is real dollar bills on the table. You know what I mean? And like I said, if I got time for a hobby, I will go to yoga. So this was launching another business. And so the combination of having the business plan and really knowing that it was legit. It could work. I mean, when I presented it to both my husband and my cousin, honest to God, first question was, what's a podcast? Like, <laughs> I was yeah. just going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're what not like, is this? You're, yeah, you're not just doing broad strokes with them when you were like, I want X amount of dollars of dollar bills invested into this process for you know us. And you're starting with what's a podcast. It needed to be very real, very concrete and a very real line to see where and how it could grow and how it would affect and help the rest of the businesses, okay? And beyond that, because I had my dream list, my vision board and a list for what it would happen when I every single day got my butt kicked, I was just like, okay, get up again. You all day long said how exciting it would be. You all day long said how it could make you money. You never said it would be easy. So just put your big girl panties on and start over again, ladies. Stand up, you know? So, I mean, the transition is hard and that's just what it is. And I think that's the message. If you're out there and you're figuring out a way to move on to a different, you want to grow your business, just the same business, but bigger to the next level, or you are thinking about morphing into something else, as long as you bring your passion and you have a strategic plan to it, those should be enough to get you through what will be very difficult to do. That's the reality. Like I love, I love all these guys, Dave and Eric and JLD. I love them because I could not have launched without them. But the reality is, is that even though they have these 10 steps to launch a podcast, it just isn't as easy as the 10 steps. (laughs) And nothing is. And so that's the point. I feel like when you talked about how business is so different, there is so much information available to us now. And there are so many people and reality TV in our industry, in the design industry, our designers fight all the time with homeowners watching HGTV. And like the whole room is amazing in a minute and a half for $500. And they're all like, that's not real. And it's And so the thing is, the point is that everybody's glamorous life, a lot of it isn't real. It's a lot of hard work. So just get over it and do the hard work if it matters to you. Yeah. (laughs) There's like a Thomas Edison quote that something, I'm not going to quote this perfectly, but it says something like, most people don't recognize opportunity because it wears overalls and looks like hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. I'm not, I I don't always love using like, oh, it has to be hard. Like, I don't want to always be in that camp, but it's work. You well, that's should, what you it is. Show it up. is work. You got to show up. You got to show up when you don't want to. You got to show up when, and you know, I'm starting to see over and over and over again in my almost decade of being an entrepreneur and a little over two years of being a mompreneur that the more and more you show up when you don't want to, but you're committed to the value that that thing holds in your life, then that's what makes a difference. That's what sets you apart. And that's what creates real results in your life. And just take working out, take yoga, for example. Like, you know, if you say that health and fitness are important in your life. I've been an athlete my whole life. Ask me out of seven days a week, how many times I actually am excited to go have a workout, you know, (laughs) or ask me how many times we're excited about the after workout. Exactly. You know, or if I'm excited ask me how many times I'm actually, I just started taking boxing, like doing like private boxing sessions. They're so much fun. 
But like, you know, I was excited to go, but I was like cursing out my coach. And I was like, like halfway through, I'm like, I don't want to be here. But I know that showing up when I don't want to show up is what produces results because it's a value that I've stayed to claim in. My value is the freedom of entrepreneurship. My value is the message that I'm here to deliver through my business. My value is how I'm here to impact people and create connectivity and relationships and impact. I value being a mother. I value, you know, my marriage, all of those things that we just show up when we don't want to, you know? Right, right. And and the and the thing about all that is and what you're saying and what I was trying to express through it too is that if you have decided on a growth level or a change of business level for an arbitrary reason and you, it is not attached to your skill set, your passion and your why, then that's when I think business is hard and people quit and they give up because it's not intertwined in all of the things that are most important to you. And one of my big messages is when you find that crossroads of this is what I'm really good at. This is what I love to do. This is a viable, strategic, smart business plan. And okay, now I'm having a hard time, but those things bring me back to getting up again and doing it. It's like your workout for the boxing. You're an athlete. You enjoy being in shape. You enjoy the results of it. You enjoy the the physiological inside, the outside, everything else. The actual boxing is hard work. (laughs) And girl, I think I freaking tweaked my back yesterday. I was like, oh my God. All right. right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Now I want to come to the conclusion of this conversation by asking you about what it is that has surprised you. You put a lot of things down in that journal a couple of years ago about what's possible in this new transition and what's to come. What has surprised you? What has been something that has sort of popped up that you didn't expect? Maybe a relationship or relationships or opportunities that came or things that you were like, oh my God, this is so much greater than I could have ever imagined. You said it. It's the relationships. Honest to God, because outside looking in, I thought that it would be a very solo thing to do. You're, you know, sitting in the third floor bedroom podcasting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not going down to the mall doing it every day and talking. You're, and I did not, I have been so humbled and so grateful and so in awe of the depth of a relationship that you can create with somebody in a 45 minute conversation. It is remarkable. It is absolutely remarkable. And that is the relationships with the designers that I've been interviewing. It is also the relationships with fellow podcasters like yourself that I often interview on Power Talk Fridays. And it is also, I mean, crazy it is, it is, but I don't have a Facebook group for my podcast, A Well-Designed Business, because I don't have the time or energy for it. Maybe one day, I don't know. But I, I, I see, I know my lane. I know where my strengths are. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, there's some shiny objects. I'm not saying that I never get going down a little rabbit hole. But for the most part, I'm very disciplined at this point in my life. That's a no. This is a yes. I got time for it. I don't have time for it. But I've been so fortunate to be included in the private Facebook groups of the other designers that are business coaches. And so what's crazy to me is not only the relationships that I've built with interviews with designers and with people like yourself, but I can't tell you how many times I was just speaking at Atlanta at America's Mart at the fall design week there. And I had at least three or four people that I've only known through the Facebook group that after about 25, 30 minutes of talking, like it was like, add hello, I know your face, you know my face. Now we're like full blown, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, 
this is bizarre because we actually, this is the first time we've ever met and we're talking like we've known each other forever. And that has been remarkable. It's just such amazing. Isn't that what it's all about? Like (laughs) that's like the juice of it all for me is like, ah, like I always have, it's so funny because I'm such a hugger. Like I'm such a, like people who don't, I have never met in my life. Like I will go up and hug and like, oh, it's so good to meet you finally. Which sometimes throws people off. But like, that's how I feel all the time. Like in, in the midst of these conversations, not only on the podcast, but you know, like if there's a masterclass I'm running or if there, whatever that is, if I'm seeing somebody in person and somebody online, that's like it. Like that's why, that's why we do this. It's like, it's that distilled connection you know, all right there happening that really, and that, I think that's why I love podcasting so much. And the reason why I love formatting this podcast as if you and I were sitting down having some coffee is because I want that distilled magic to be able to be felt by everyone who's listening. Because that's No, we do, Katie, on your show. I feel it all the time. Every time I listen to your show, I'm like, okay, me and Katie, we're going for a ride today. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) do? Who are we talking to today, today, Katie? I love it. (laughs) So I want to end this conversation with one more question. And that is, I want to get a little bit of an insight to any particular habit or habits that you have that you can really attribute to... For example, I I thought of this when you were saying like, I stay in my lane. Yes, there's other stuff going on, but like I'm disciplined. I'm sure there's more than one. But if you could say like this one habit is something that really keeps me on track or something that really anchors me in what I'm doing and what my purpose is and what this why is or, or this journey that I'm on, what would that be? Well, my goodness. I mean, one habit, yeah, exactly. Katie? Like, <laughs> Just you know, maybe I'll the first you, that comes to mind. Things, yeah. Two things that come to mind. There's 20 things that come to mind, two that I think are worth saying out loud, okay? The first one is truly the habit of paying attention to and cultivating the relationship with my husband. Honest to God. And I have to give him credit for that. He taught me that many years ago because I could have been the girl that would just work all day long from morning to night and be like, hey, we're good. I'll see you, you know, in a week or two. <laughs> but, <laughs> and uh-huh. I would have been good and it would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been nearly as deep and meaningful as a relationship as it is. We're married 31 years. So that is now well, well, well ingrained. And that is the number one habit that we have that we are going to have a weeknight dinner together every week and we are going to have a Friday and Saturday night dinner together every week. And that's non-negotiable. So that's, I would just say from a personal standpoint, because here's the thing, the habit that I'm going to describe from a business standpoint for me personally means nothing if my personal life is not in order. And so the thing is, I just got got goosebumps (laughs) when you said that. I love the fact that you just said that. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but we've had a kid, you know, two plus years ago. And so our relationship with my husband and I has definitely gone through a transitional period, right? And we've had some seriously low lows. And in that- You got to hang on, hang on for dear life. In those low moments, my conversation with him is, I could have a seven, eight figure plus business, but if I don't have this relationship and it's not a great, if I don't have this, then I'm, I've not been successful. That means nothing, you know? Exactly. I love that you just put, put that out there. And and I'll share with you and you'll learn it as you grow and your family grows is that I didn't say, oh, and my kids and my family and all of this stuff, because it starts with the relationship with him. And that's all I mean to say by that. This isn't like a four hour super soul Sunday with Oprah, right? So (laughs) I'm just going to say that I know when we're good, then all of our people are good. Our kids are good. Our grandchildren are good because there's no, you know, yuckiness. Okay. Okay. So that's my number one thing. But then secondly, as a business person, 
I would say the number one habit, this is where I could go for five hours. But if I have to pick one, the number one habit is the systemizing of everything we do, is literally the actual function of systems have systems. Systems have multiple cross-checks across employees from top to bottom, from owner all the way through the staff. And beyond that further, the other best habit that I have that connects to system is the chunking of the tasks of the systems. From a window work standpoint, every single Monday is a staff meeting. Every single Tuesday is status check on every order. We could have a hundred orders in our, our open drawer file. They get checked every Tuesday. An order can live in that drawer for six or seven weeks. It gets checked every Tuesday for six or seven weeks. Not like, oh, I did that one on September 1st, so I don't do it again. Every Wednesday, anybody that we have a problem order with, whatever, I created the problem, the workroom created the problem, my installer, that gets talked to, checked, conversation about on Wednesday. Every Thursday, if you owe us money, you're getting a phone call every Thursday, okay? <laughs> and every Thursday, Adriana checks every single invoice that we've been sent, and every Friday, my husband pays every single bill. And then I've taken that same thing to the podcast. Every Tuesday, this, every Wednesday, that, every Sunday, that, every Saturday, this. It's like, it is a huge metric of organizing the business and breaking it down into systems and chunks. And that is the habit. That is the thing that pushes because I, you know, Adriana doesn't come in and, you know, we don't ever wonder, we don't ever sit there on Saturday night, my husband and I at the bar on the bar still going, you know, I wonder if anybody owes us money. It's like, no, we know who owes us what, and we know our invoices have been sent and we know our invoices have been tracked and collected because it's not something that we only do when the check book is tight. We do it every Thursday. <laughs> I can't tell you business that. people I've met that said I that I haven't sent invoices out in six weeks. And I'm like, what? Is this a hobby, sweetie? Really? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's my thing. I love that you mentioned that. I, I, that's speaking my language. I am such a systems geek and process geek. That is what I did for our local company for all those years is I was basically COO. And so it was like, it was my job to take 10 steps and turn them into two and create as many efficiencies as possible, create the checks and balance system, like all that. I. That's why you're good at this. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And the great thing is, is even in a new venture, like a podcast or whatever your new venture is or this next phase of whatever you're doing, you can create that kind of structure in the tiniest of ways and just start small and, and it doesn't have to be complicated, but uh, just so, so love that. Right, Luann, right. Luann, I feel like you and I could really like <laughs> philosophize about business for days. Wait, it could, this could be a super, super soul <gasps> I, Sunday. I'm just saying. I mean, I just put it into the universe there, Katie. I'm just saying. <laughs> we love you, Oprah. Homage to my love, Oprah. Yeah, oh my God. Seriously. <laughs> I've been addicted to her podcast recently, so. Oh my God, I just, just found it. I just did a Facebook Live a week ago Monday. I was like, what? Oprah has Super Soul Sunday on a podcast now? I'm like, thank you. I know. <laughs> I know. I love it. Um, oh my goodness. Luann, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story with the Biz Women Art community. I'm just so honored that you're here. And it just, it makes my heart sing that you and I are sitting here in our passions and with our giant whys totally out in front. And I just, I love that because I think that the more of us who continue to do that without the fear and with that like willingness to like move forward, even if it's a new thing or you're not sure of the next 10 steps, if you're courageous enough to 
to let your why carry you, man, you can do big things in this world. And big doesn't need to look like anything. It just needs to look like whatever you want it to be. It fills you up. And the more women that we have that are filled up, oh my gosh, we beam light onto others. So I just honor you for being one of those fellow women. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom here. Katie, thank you a hundred times over. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be here with you. Thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I never take it for granted that you, a very busy and high-performing woman entrepreneur, listens to the Biz Women Rock podcast. If you got any value out of today's show, if there were any aha moments that you had, I would so appreciate you turning around and sharing it with another woman entrepreneur who needs that aha as well. From me and the entire Biz Women Rock team, we'll see you on the next episode.